Welcome back to another episode of the Pressing Forward Podcast. On today's episode, we have a returning guest, Trey Johnson. Um, and today we're going to be talking about athletic burnout. Um, why that's important. Because in this sport, um, at some point, or maybe not everybody, but um, I can say for myself, I, I experienced athletic burnout. Um, where it was just kind of like, you know, the game was just felt like it was just taking so much of you, of your energy, of your vitality, everything. So, um, yeah, listen to how he shares, you know, his experience with um, athletic burnout and sort of the things that, you know, um, contribute to it as well. So for today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Pressing Forward Podcast. Uh, on today's uh, episode, returning guest, a guy, Trey Johnson. Um, so today's topic is going to be um, athletic burnout and kind of the things that entail those things and what goes into it. So um, I don't know if you want to introduce yourself again. You can if you want. Yeah, yeah. So um, Trey Johnson went to college with, with NOLA. Um, real good guy. I'm just happy to be here, man. And it's uh, funny enough, we were actually having a conversation right before this thing started up and we were talking sure. about uh, – yeah, we're talking about um about essentially what Nola is thinking about getting into with being, you know, a mental health coach. Um, and I was saying how important that is, you know, and for me personally, if I were to be able to have somebody like that when I was in the league, I think that it would have uh the the route would have been different because for me, my why when it comes to playing football was more so about my teammates and about the people that were around me and me being willing to put my body on the line for everybody else. And when you get to the NFL and when you get to professional level in general, uh, whether that be NBA, MLB or whatever the case may be, um, it's not like that because the person next to you can't care about you. You know what I mean? The person next to you is trying to take your job. So they can't have a why that's based upon others. Um, And I think, for me, since my why was based upon others and those others really didn't return that love, um, I started to lose love very, very quickly. Um, I started to feel kind of worthless, started to feel kind of useless. And I know that if someone were there to be that mental health coach, um, that that would not have happened or would have happened a lot slower, um, which ultimately, you know, would have benefited me. But yeah, yeah, we uh, had a little technical difficulties there, but um, back in session. My uh, apologies, you... folks. It's me. It was my fault. No, it's, it's all good, brother. Um, but what are you saying? You said if you pretty much had somebody who was like uh, who served as like a mental coach for you, you'd have been, um, I guess, just in a, a better predicament mentally and uh, I guess spiritually. Yeah, yeah, most definitely, man. Because uh, it's the the league was extremely different than what I was expecting um, because I had this, like, I, like we were saying before, this false uh, conception or this false idea of what it was of like, you know, everybody's happy to be at that pinnacle and everybody's happy to be at that point And like, you're really playing for your teammates, but um, it's not like that. You know what I mean? It's very much uh cutthroat. It's very much dog eat dog. It's very much. I essentially, um, and they say that there's no I in team, but when you get to that level and there's a business aspect of it, there definitely is. Um, so I think that just kind of having a mentor or a mental health coach, somebody there to kind of explain that to me when I was in it, you know what I mean? I can understand it now because I'm on the back end of it. Yeah. But 
when I was in it, kind of having that that ally or like that voice to really be there and help me uh, maneuver through that. I know it would have helped out a lot. Um, and I'm not even sitting here saying that I would still be in the league, but I know that I would not have been as depressed as I was in the league. You know what I mean? Because, you know, ultimately God's timing is God's timing. So yeah. uh, I think that athlete burnout still would have been existent. Um, but I know that I would have been a lot more mentally healthy during that, um, which I definitely was not. And you can actually see it in pictures and stuff, man. My hair started to fall out. I developed alopecia, stress-induced alopecia because I was underneath so much stress. Hmm. I mean, I, I see why a lot of uh, a lot of dudes in the league anyway, some of them is bald, so. They ball very very early too. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. How much of uh what other risk factors would you say played into um you just feeling like, hey man, this is this is a lot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and uh the athletic burnout part. How much what other things contributed to that? Um hey man, I think it I think it was a lot of different things. You know, definitely the the shell shop aspect of it, like I just explained. Um, being so far away from home, um not to make it like a, a faith thing, but I definitely think me being so far from God also had a piece to do with it um, because there's actually a scripture that comes to mind is uh, what is it? What is it for a man to gain the whole world, but lose his soul? Lose his soul yeah. mm -hmm. And I know for me, my soul was long gone, bro. Um, and success is not as fruitful or as tasteful if you are not a human being. You feel what I'm saying? If you're not able to share in that compassion, if you're not able to have people who genuinely and truly and authentically love you around you, um, it's very, very difficult. And I think the higher and higher up you get in success, the harder and harder it is to find people that are truly like that. Yeah. Um, because when you have success, there's so much that that people are tugging at you for and that people want to get from you. And also, more importantly, that you can provide for people. Um, so I think it's a mixture of a, kind of all of those things and me being the kind hearted individual that I am, like I would give people a lot and expect kind of the same in return. And then when I wouldn't get that, it would like hurt my feelings almost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, now I'm at this pinnacle of like doing what it is that I love and doing what it is that I wanted to do. But I'm unhappy because I'm not surrounded by that genuine and authentic love that I pour out. So that reciprocation not being there is another um, big factor, I think. I think I think one of the interesting things that you talked about and then also like um, it's very. It's it's kind of disheartening a little bit just because, you know, you, you get to a certain amount of success. And uh, I guess people's perception of you is now that you kind of have this. You know, you have life figured out. You have it all together. And um, I think that's where people go wrong. It's just thinking like the person who who always has it together, who always looks like they're well put together, that person is just flourishing. Um, and I think that mentality puts, um, it puts these people in like an isolated position to where it's almost like I have to play up to that perception or that I have to play up to whatever you think of me almost. And um, I know that was one of the things that, even talking to a lot of athletes, um, they struggle with that is, is dealing mm -hmm. with other people's perception of who they should be. Um, how much of that played into it, if it did play it into it at all? Man, I definitely think it played a large part. You know, the the idea that perception is reality, 
you know, we can definitely, I, I personally blame social media, bro. Like, you know, people see these highlight reels. It's kind of like, so I'll use a football analogy. It's, it's kind of like you looking at a highlight tape, you know, somebody's highlight tape over the season and you thinking that that's the player that that person is. Yeah. You're like, we both know that ain't true, bro. Right, Show right. me the whole game. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Show me what you did from snap one all the way to snap 60. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Um, so it's kind of like that mentality of people start to think and believe that uh, when you make it to that level, now you have everything figured out, like you said. And that's that's not the case at all. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things that you don't understand. And especially when you're a first generation person kind of reaching that that point that's of success. Um, because now it's like you can't turn to your dad, you can't turn to your mom, you can't turn to your cousin, you can't really turn to anybody in your family because now you're the trailblazer. You're the one that's kind of making this path. And when you make a path, you make mistakes. But those around you don't realize that you're making mistakes because you got to put on this face of I'm perfect. You know what I mean? And like, I got this, I got this, I got life figured out. Um, and I think that definitely even ties into us being like um, competitors because showing weakness means that you have the possibility to lose. Mm. Um, and for us, it can sometimes be difficult deciphering between, hey, I'm being vulnerable or I'm being weak. And a lot of times, we lean towards weakness when in reality we just need to be vulnerable and that vulnerability can ultimately become a strength. Mm -hmm. Um, But we don't really know or understand that because of the environment we grow up in. You know what I mean? Not only grow up in, but also the environment we play in like weakness on the football field. That's, that's not, that don't mix. Um, So I think is, that's definitely like a, a major piece of it, of people kind of looking at you and thinking that you have things together. Um, but when in reality you don't, and then also kind of having that person to share, um, share the fact that you don't have everything together with, Yeah, you know what I mean? Because sometimes it could be difficult to share that with your family, because like I said, like you're trying to put on a certain facade with them. So funny enough, that ties back into kind of having a mental health coach, you know what I mean? Or a therapist or whatever the case may be, which also I went to therapy once I got out of football, bro. And that was one of the greatest things I ever did. Mm. Like, Therapy changed my life 100%. So I know having a mental he- mental health coach like during that would have done the same thing. So uh, I think even just, just listening, man, I think it's a lot of weight to carry. I think that's a lot of weight to carry. And then especially one of the things that you talked about was social media. And uh, for a lot of athletes or just people that's, you know, in the limelight or whatever the case may be, um, there's no, there's, there's no, there's no room for mistakes. Like you don't get any passes for mistakes. It's like, you know, you make any mistakes. It's sort of, it's aggrandized. Everybody sees it. It's just mm-hmm. for the world to see now. So, you know, you could be making the same mistakes as somebody over here, but they don't play on in national television. They don't play for, so their, their mistakes aren't going to be highlighted the same way your mistakes will be highlighted. Yeah. Um, you're going to be for magnifying glass. Right. Right. And, um, What's one of the things that you felt like, other than, I know faith was one of the pieces for you, um, therapy was one of the pieces for you, um, mm-hmm. how did you feel like you were sort of able to find, um, I guess, that that sort of, that piece? Mm. 
man. So definitely the the two things that you mentioned, you know, my faith, um, therapy, and just kind of like getting a better understanding of who I was um, helped me find a lot of peace too, um, especially who I am outside of being an athlete, because you know our identity is so tied to that. You know what I mean? Like I played, I've played sports longer than I have not played sports in my life. Yeah, that's true. You see what I'm saying? So, like, that's really all I know. And that's really all I am, essentially, or was. So that was my mindset of, like, yo, this is – without football, I'm nothing. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, what what else am I going to do? Um, So I think when football was, like – when I left football, because I don't want to say football was taken away because I ultimately retired. Um, When I left football, it was, okay, now what, Trey? Now I had to do a lot of soul searching, bro, a lot of digging, a lot of lonely nights, you know, sitting to myself, talking to myself. You know, one thing for me, especially being a Florida boy, like I used to love going out. I, well, not used to. I still love going out by the water, you know, going, sitting out on the lake, going out, sitting on the beach or something like that. And just like thinking, bro, and like um, doing self-preservation, bro, doing self-analysis of like, OK, like. You like to do this. All right, let's try that. Oh, you didn't like it? All right, let's try this. You know what I mean? And just kind of like so trial and error. Huh? You're exploring things. Yeah, bro. You got it. You got to explore. And um, yeah, so just trying different things, trying new things, talking to different people. Um, now I'm I'm not only in the locker room, which, yeah, the locker room is an extremely diverse group of people. You know what I mean? You have different races and everything like that. But ultimately, everybody's there for the same thing. Everybody's there to play football. So now there's a commonality. So now I've begun talking to people who have zero commonalities with me. You know what I mean? And like getting their perspective and that pretty much lifting the limits of what my perspective is and being able to be like, okay, like I'd never thought about the world that way, but after you explain it to me, that makes sense. Or I never thought about the world that way. You just explained it to me and that's dumb and I don't agree with it. You know what I mean? And that just allows me to, ultimately create and solidify my own thought process and my own identity. And then once, once that started to happen, bro, it was like, I don't want to say smooth sailing, but like I started to understand the world a lot more and be able to see the world from like my lens, you know what I mean? As opposed to I'm this athlete, I'm underneath the microscope, I'm under, underneath this magnifying glass and I have to live a certain way. Whereas now, like, I get to live however I want and not saying that you can't do that as an athlete. I think that you can. I just didn't understand how to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, so I think that was like the biggest thing is like me understanding myself as a person, my personality, um, you know, what makes me tick all those different types of things. And ultimately that just makes me, makes me better. And so, and previously have you found, um, um, to have any sort of experiences of wanting to, I guess, step away from the game before um, you actually got to the league? Like, has that ever been a thought for you? And just going through, whether it's injury, whatever the case may be, what kind of what things contribute to that? Because I know college, a lot of college athletes, they might feel the same way. They don't have they don't have the opportunity to go pro to come to that realization. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, was that ever a thought for you at all? Um, yeah, it definitely was a thought, bro. It was a thought when I got hurt, actually. Um so this was before you got to Villanova. Um, this was my sophomore year. 
So um, I came in my freshman year and, and played as a freshman. I actually started after after the second game. I started for the rest of the season. Mm. Um, so I went from that. Right. And also I played that whole year on a tour in labor. So like my shoulder would pop out and I would put it back right back in place because I'm like, yo, I ain't coming off the field. Like, what you talking about? I'm out here. Um, but so I played my whole freshman year, right? And then during spring, they saw my shoulder pop out of the socket like during practice. So they were like, oh, like we'll just get an MRI or whatever the case may be. Um, got an MRI, bro. My shoulder was completely gone. Like my labrum was completely torn. I had a hill sacks lesion. And then like your golf, your shoulder sits in the socket like a golf ball in the golf tee. And that golf tee, I had lost 25% of that bone. Mm. So my shoulder was literally slipping in and out of the socket all the time. And they were like, yo, like, you're getting surgery tomorrow. Um, so that – I had to redshirt my whole sophomore year. So now I'm not on the field. So I go from being the only freshman to start to now I'm at the bottom of the barrel and I don't really matter because I'm not playing. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So now coaches used to be like, hey, Trey, we need you at meetings early. We need you doing this, blah, blah, blah. And now they don't even care if you come to meetings. Yeah. Um, so for me, again, me being the type of person where, like, I'm willing to do stuff for those that are around me, um, not feeling that love reciprocated immediately made me feel burned out, bro. And I was just like, yo, like, I'm I'm tired of this. Like, I remember calling my mom, calling her home, like, at home and, like, crying and being like, yo, like, I hate it here. Yeah. Like, please let me come home. Um, I even thought about transferring, bro, like. There was a lot of different things that kind of popped up. Funny enough, my mom actually came up and saw me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was telling her, like, no, nah, I'm good. You don't got to, blah, blah, blah. She pulled up anyways. Um, So, yeah, it was definitely – I think definitely during that time, that was a, a time I experienced burnout. Um, And I experienced a lot more during that time, bro. Like, I had a – that was a lot of dark days because, once again, like, my identity being tied to being an athlete, I no longer had that identity. So now who is Trey Johnson? Um, and when you're sitting in that battlefield, that mental battlefield, and you're alone, you know what I mean? And, mm. you know, you can't travel with the team. Um, and you're also watching your team. You're you're watching your team excel, right? Because we went to the playoffs that year. We went deep into the playoffs. But we ended up losing to Liberty, bro. And it was because they had a receiver that was dominating. And I play DB, like I play corner, like I'm supposed to be the person guarding him. And I'm not even on the field. I'm actually sitting in the stands because they wouldn't even allow me on the sidelines. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was raining that day. I'll never forget that day. bro. <laughs> like, like real rap, bro. That that memory is like etched in my brain. And I'm like, yo, like this is trash. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And uh, like watching, having to watch the game on a laptop because now you can't travel with the team because you hurt. Like, all of those different things start to play into it. And it's like, yo, is football really worth it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that was I think that was definitely the time I experienced it. Yeah, I think on that subject, I feel like those days for me, those uh, quote unquote like I had burnout, I think it was during camp, bro. I don't think they talk too much <laughs> about camp, rid. bro. Camp is different, bro. Like you eat, wake up, sleep football during camp. So that that experience for me, I'm like, damn, it made you question a lot. Yo, do I really, do I really want to be here? But, um, I mean, you sort of like you say, you find the motivation from being next to those guys and, and knowing that you guys are all going through kind of the same experiences, and that's really what ends up, um, pushing you through some of those experiences. Um, yeah, for sure. And wh when when would you say like, um. I know like people usually have like a I guess a certain pride behind 
quitting or uh, letting go. But I think in life, there's, there's, there has to be a balance between knowing when to let certain things go in order to, you know, further journey you into what you're really destined to do. You know what I mean? Um, and where do you find, like, how do, how do people know when to let go? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's a super tough question, bro. And I think, um, for everybody, it can be different, but I do think that there's like a template. Um, you know, we've all heard the the quote, you know, once I stop having fun with it, I'm done with it. Yeah. Um, so for me, I, I truly actually lived by that. You know what I mean? Like when I stopped having fun and it became like so, so much of a business and like Trey's own personal love of the game. You know what I mean? Because like, you know me, bro. Like I like to joke around in the locker room. I like yeah. to play around. Like I'm super like, yo, we don't got to be serious. You feel what I'm saying? And once I lost that, not only on the field, but like as a person and as a human, I was like, yo, like this, this ain't right. Like my soul just didn't feel right. Um, so for me, that's ultimately kind of why I left. Um, and I think also you have to realize that once something becomes a detriment to who you are, you have to let it go. Like you can't, you can't love things that don't love you back. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you've ever been in, like, a relationship or anything like that, but, like, if you love an individual and they don't love you back, that's one of the most heartbreaking things in the world, bro. Mm -hmm. And I think that, yes, there is a, a facet of where the sport can be like that because you are going to go through hard times, and it's going to feel like the love ain't there. You know what I mean? And it's going to feel like, yo, like, I just got cut again, but they just brought me back next week, and, uh, you know, all these different things that, mm -hmm. you know, NFL teams can do, but um, I think that you have to have a very, very honest and truthful conversation with yourself. And it has to be like you and you, like not nobody else's thought process, not nobody else's perspective. It has to be you talking to you and God, bro, and being like, hey, look, is this really what I want to continue to do? Am I really willing to sacrifice and risk my own mental health, my own family, my own body, my own insert, whatever it is in order to reach this thing, or is that sacrifice too big? And for me, I realized that sacrifice was too big because I was not willing to risk my mental health, my own life, to be honest, um, and my hair, honestly, also. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Tom was just like, all right, like, you know, football was amazing to me, bro. Like, I I met you because of football. Like, I wouldn't have never even heard of Villanova if it wasn't for football. Like, you feel what I'm saying? I've lived in so many different states. I've I've literally traveled and visited all 50 states because of the game of football. I lived in Canada because of the game of football. Like, when I started kind of reflecting on that and being like, yo, like, Football has blessed me in so many ways. Like, it, it made it somewhat comfortable to be like, you've made enough sacrifices, Trey. Like, you've, yeah. you've done a good job, you know? And right now, where you are, it's not fun anymore, and you're not enjoying it. And it's actually more – it's tearing you down more than it's building you up. It's more detrimental and, than it is helping you. Exactly. And then once once it starts to feel like that, bro, I think that everybody should step away from whatever sport it is. Obviously, yeah. I speak on football because that's what I played. But like right. 
when something becomes a detriment to you and yourself and your character and who you are, it's time to get rid of it. And that's everything. Yeah. I think that that's huge, man. Cause one of the first thing that you talked about was assessing, you know, where you're at, you know, mentally, is this what I want to do? Is this what I want to spend my time doing? And just, just understanding like long-term wise, I think oftentimes we think so short term and you know, uh, we, we want the immediate gratification and, you start to realize, like, as a more and more you spend into things that don't really, um, don't really benefit you, man. I think honestly, mm-hmm. it doesn't benefit your overall functioning. You kind of have to know when to be like, okay, maybe I need to step away from this, man. Like, maybe this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? And you can't, you can't play the sports for the rest of your life, anyways. Um, and That's then knowing true. yourself, knowing yourself, and then using the sport as a vehicle. That's the last thing you just spoke on. So, um, knowing that, yeah, the game has been forced. The game has been fortunate to me. It's, it's provided me plenty of opportunities, but now I need to use the game and, and you know, continue on with life. So, yeah, that's facts, bro. And I think I think that there's another piece even like that you mentioned is like, you know, you can step away and come back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can take a break, you know, like if you've been playing your sport for 20 plus years, bro. And like you just feel some type of way like it's cool to I have, you know, peers who they stopped playing football for a year in the NFL and they're still in the NFL. You feel what I'm saying? So like you can, you can step away, kind of recalibrate self-assess and be like, okay, look, like, do I want to do this or do I not want to do this? And if you make the decision that you do want to do this, then you got to be 10 toes down in that decision and like not waver in that decision. Um, And then also there's the aspect of like, um, realizing that your talent may not be what it needs to be in order to reach the next level. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I also, I also have some peers who are my age, which I'm 28 now.
You got it. You got it. What you saying? Um, you were saying uh, pretty much you had peers that, you know, you have to know when your talent, I guess, doesn't reach up to that that par. Yeah, or 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 that you gave it all you got. You know what I mean? And just be comfortable with walking away with that, you know, because I have peers. Like I said, I'm I'm 28 years old, bro. Me, me going back to the NFL, that's not going to happen. And I got people that are my age that are still fighting to go to the NFL. You know what I mean? And they're playing, you know, in all these other different leagues or even going to other countries in order to continue to play the game, which if that's their decision and they've had that tough conversation with themselves, then that's cool. And you make that decision. But me knowing them, I know that they haven't had that conversation. Mm. They're really more so just stuck in the idea of I'm a football player. I'm an athlete. Like that's all I know. So that's what I got to continue to do. Like still limited to that identity. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where like, bro, there's so much more to this world. Like, a lot, a lot, a lot, much more. Oh, there's so a much, lot, much more, bro. Oh, like that's not even that's not even the pinnacle. Like, athletes don't even make the most money, bro. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, you can go become a doctor or something like that and make more money. Like, there's so many other routes and so many different avenues. We just weren't exposed to them because we were an athlete. Right. Everybody just kind of funneled us through that way so they're like oh like keep playing football keep playing football keep doing this keep doing that but like they're not talking to you about being a lawyer they're not talking to you about being a doctor they're not talking to you about being a mental health therapist they're not talking about to you about being a financial advisor they're not talking about you being an engineer or an architect or a scientist all these other things that you can do and all these other routes that you can take like they're just feeding this athlete mentality down your throat which yeah. Ultimately, it's good because, honestly, I probably wouldn't have made it if that wasn't the case. Um, but I think it would definitely or is definitely beneficial to, especially post-career, bro, explore. Like, try different stuff, bro. Like, do things that you never would have did before. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm finna go snowboarding in January. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I'm a Florida boy. I ain't yeah. like, what? I ain't got no business being on a snowboard. And, and just, just to put this out there, this dude used to wear – like three sweaters on top of each other in eighty degrees weather. So just to just to clarify, but yeah, I'm a full full blown Florida boy, Florida boy, bro. You should have seen me up in Canada. I used to, you know, the Parker, the <laughs> yeah, Villanova Parker. Yeah, I used to wear that underneath my shoulder pads out there. <laughs> that was too much. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like I do not do well in cold weather, bro. It's not for me. But yeah, bro. Like it's it's just about experiencing different things. You know what I mean? Doing something different and you never know what you're going to like. Like you can't knock it until you try it. And if you try it and you don't like it, guess what? You don't got to do it no more. Try something else. Yeah. Like go try something else. Eventually you're going to find something you like and stick with it. Right. Man, that's, you know? that's, that's, that's solid advice, man. And I think that's, that's really the aim of, of this platform, right? I'm trying to te- put that message out there is the fact that, yo, you don't have to be just an athlete. Like you don't have to be, to think that you're just this this one person um and what would be you know i'll wrap up the show what would be your your advice the last piece of advice you'd like to leave with the audience man last piece of advice to leave with the audience man um i think that was that was a good piece of advice to leave honestly like don't don't be afraid to try new things like don't be afraid to to take a leap of faith 
You know what I mean? Like, even with me, like, when I retired from football, like, I didn't really have plan B in place. I just knew that plan A wasn't what it was supposed to be. So I knew that I needed to take that leap of faith and figure out what the rest of my life would look like. Um, and the rest of my life is looking pretty freaking good, bro. Like, I can't complain. Like, I'm loving my life. I'm, I can't complain. You know what I mean? So it's like, don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. Because at the outside of your comfort zone is where you truly figure out who you are and your character and who you are as a man or as a female. Um, so I definitely think that that would be like the most important thing, especially to athletes, man, because we think that that's all we are and that's all we know. There's so, so much more to this world than you catching a football, dribbling a basketball, swinging a baseball bat, like whatever your sport is, there's so much more to this world. That is just a vehicle for you to get to more things in this world um, and use that vehicle for that. You know what I mean? Don't use it as your identity. Yeah, man, y'all heard it, man. So um, I just want to thank you for, you know, joining us on today's episode. And, uh, yeah, man, stay blessed, man. Most definitely, brother. I appreciate you having me. Most definitely. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pressing Forward Podcast. Um, be sure to like, share, and subscribe this ep- to this episode. Um, if you're more of a visual person, this episode is also available on YouTube. So you can go out and check that out as well. Um, And have a blessed day.